This is Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rhett and Mark provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as they address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rhett Wood and Mark Rose on Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Well, welcome to another show of Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with me, Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood. Now, in this show, we're going to be discussing your 401k. Rhett, how are you doing today? Well, I'm I'm doing really, really well. Uh, just about 15 minutes ago, I got a surprise gift of kind of a uh, a little bit of a Western nature scene of a kind of a mountain pass from my girlfriend as a, as a painting. So it's it's pretty cool. And you've actually been to this location, right? Yes, yes. So this picture, it's probably what is that? Probably three foot wide and two foot tall. It's that's a pretty, big piece, pretty decent sized piece of artwork. Yeah, but it's got a little plaque at the bottom that says Wind River Range. And so I have been to there. I uh, go backpacking quite a bit. And the Wind River Range in Wyoming is uh, just north of the Tetons in Wyoming and holds the highest point in Wyoming, known as Gannett Peak. So myself and two other guys, oh goodness, 15 years ago, uh, decided that we were going to go ice climbing, which is funny, as Oklahoma lowlanders, we decide that we're going to go ice climbing for our annual backpacking trip. And so we got all of our stuff, drove up there, and we rented crampons for our boots and our ice axes and decided that we were going to go climb this mountain, this tallest peak in Wyoming. Wow. And we should have known something was up when we asked the local guide shop where we were renting some of the equipment. Uh, they asked, well, what are you doing? And we told them, hey, we're going to go climb Gannett Peak and the Wind River Range. And then we asked the guide at the local shop there in the little town, well, have you done that? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I No, I would not do that. We should have known that maybe uh, there was a issue with a that. A reason why. That we don't need, we don't belong on this mountain and doing this technical ice climbing. But the little town was Pinedale, Wyoming, beautiful little town. And uh, that was where the uh, shop was at. But we, off we went, and it was quite a harrowing experience. But uh, but you made it. Here we, you are. We did. We did. We, we we made it to the top and didn't know if you know this, but at the top of every highest point in all 50 states, there is a capsule hmm. and, a, and a log that if you can find the capsule and log as in a sign in uh-huh. basically, and it's a register of all the people that have made it. How cool. And I did so, not know that. Where course, is Oklahoma's? Uh, Black Mesa. Okay. State Park. And so it's, it's at the top of that. And I've not been there, but the friends that I went to this Wyoming highest point have been there and they found and signed into the register. But on the top of this mountain, it was a long, probably a four foot long stainless steel cylinder mm-hmm. that was a tube that you open, unscrewed the top. And of course we, it was in middle, it was in snow. Under, so we you had to dig it out. Yeah. We had to find out. We kind of had an idea of where it was, but we dug it out of the snow, pulled it out. And inside was just a collection of mementos, cards, notes, and then the register 
where we signed in. But it, it was a very neat moment. That's very cool. Because you're being able to look at all these other things that people have brought to the top of this mountain. And some of them were, I love you, Dad. I'm sorry. You know, I miss you, Dad, because it looked like that maybe their father had passed or they were doing this in memory of someone else. And so it was a pretty neat little experience. That's very cool. So, yeah, Wind River Range. And so your your painting is beautiful that she brought you. And so uh, you have a good girlfriend also, by the way. I do so, have a girl, good girlfriend, for the record, in that's case good. she's listening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's important. <laughs> Not only because she give, gave you this gift, but she's just in general a very nice young lady and treats you well, and you need to treat her well too. So good luck with that. But that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about 401ks, not girlfriends that bring us paintings. Or mountain climbing. or Not mountain climbing yeah. either. And there's probably a common theme throughout there, but we're going to switch and let's see and discuss the basics of uh, 401ks. So in so, the beginning, 401k plan is a retirement savings plan sponsored by a plan holder's employer. So it allow, allows employees to invest part of their paycheck into the plan before taxes are taken out. So with a 401k plan, you can control where some of your money is invested because you kind of get a choice inside the plan. Different of, fund options. Yeah, basically. you can choose those fund options. Now, it has to be inside the plan that the they offer. You can't go outside of the plan with your 401k you know, funding options, but you get a choice a little bit about where you invest it inside the offerings that they have for you. Now, it's important to know that with any 401k, even though it does help you with retirement savings, it also comes with restrictions and limitations that we're going to discuss as we go throughout the show. That's right. So 401k plans are really, really common for Americans. And the 401k plan plays a really integral role in the retirement planning process for people. So according to the American Benefits Council, 401k plans are among the most popular employer-sponsored retirement plans in the U.S., the council goes on to state that the U.S. Department of Labor reports that over out of over 600,000 different defined contribution retirement plans, 500,000 of them are actually 401k plans. So also most American employers have access to participate in some form of 401k. So let's talk about what it takes for someone to establish a 401k plan. Now to start, you will need to decide if you want to set up a 401k plan on your own or consult with a financial professional to help you establish your plan. And there are four basic actions needed in order to establish a tax advantage 401k plan. Number one, you have to accept a written plan. Two, assemble a trust fund for the plan's assets. Three, create a system for keeping records. And four, provide plan information to participants. Now, when, when establishing a 401k plan, you will need to determine which plan best meets your needs. Will you need a traditional 401k, a safe harbor 401k, or a simple 401k? plan to meet your retirement goals? Those are, that will be a question that you'll need to answer. And consulting with a financial professional can help you determine which may be best suited for you. Yeah, and like I said, it's important to understand, you know, which type do you want and what are the difference between the three different 401k plans that you just mentioned, the traditional, the safe harbor, and the simple. So there's really great information that people can find on the IRS website that explains the three different plans. But as a general summary, a traditional 401k plan allows an eligible employee to make a pre-tax deferral through payroll deductions. In addition, in a traditional 401k plan, employers have the option of making a contribution on behalf of all participants or making matching contributions based on employees' elective deferrals or both. 
These employer contributions can be subject to different vesting schedules, which provides for an employee's right to employer's contributions become non-forfeitable only after a period of time, or they can be immediately vested. So a safe harbor 401k plan is similar to a traditional 401k plan, but among other things, it must provide for employer contributions that are fully vested when made. These contributions may be employer matching contributions limited to employees who defer or employer contributions made on behalf of all eligible employees, regardless of whether they make elective deferrals. The Safe Harbor 401k plan is not subject to the complex annual non-discrimination tests that apply to traditional 401k plans. And the simple 401k plan was created so that small businesses could have an effective, cost-effective way to offer retirement benefits to their employees. A simple 401k plan is not subject to the annual non-discrimination tests that apply to traditional 401k plans. As with the Safe Harbor 401k plan, the employer is required to make employer contributions that are fully vested. And this type of 401k plan is available for employers with 100 or fewer employees who receive at least $5,000 in compensation from that employer in the preceding calendar year. So employees who are eligible to participate in the simple 401k plan uh, may not receive any contributions or benefit accruals under other plans from that employer. So lots of different things you got to know on the different types. Yeah, and the simple 401k, that's what we use as small business owners. That's the ones we use to save for our personal retirement. That's right. So with the three different ones, the traditional, safe harbor, and the simple, how do people decide which plan is right for them? Well, just in like lots of the other topics we talk about, every single person's situation is different. So there may be many factors that play in the decision-making process when planning for your own retirement. You know, we really encourage people to talk with a financial professional to help them to determine which plan is right for them. You know, learn the pros and cons and what options are available to you before you decide. Well, our, our time is about up for this portion of the show. Do you have anything you'd like to share with us before we go on a quick break? Sure. Preparing for retirement, whether it's understanding your Social Security benefits or learning about mistakes to avoid or 401ks, it can all be overwhelming and even nerve-wracking. We're going to encourage you to visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com or call our office at 405-703-3800 to receive your complimentary retirement income toolkit to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Now, with our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get information you need to help secure your retirement. And this toolkit is dedicated to providing you with information to help you make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that's going to stand the test of time. So stay tuned and listen and learn more about 401k plans and how they can play a role in your retirement planning in the next segment of Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 405-703-3800 or visit us at retirementsolutionsok.com. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose. We have been talking about 401k plans and the three different types of plans to choose from. You have the traditional 401k, the safe harbor 401k, and simple 401k plans. So now let's kind of shift gears and talk about when is the best time to start a 401k. So it's never too early or too late to start a 401k. 
Now, if you do begin a 401k later in life, there are some things you can do to maximize uh, your its effectiveness. One of the ways is you want to fund your 401k to the maximum. A second way to be able to kind of catch up if you've started later in life is contribute to a Roth IRA. And then you also want to take full advantage of allowable deductions. Now, in regards to your 401k, you should contribute the maximum amount to your 401k plan, which for 2018 is 18500 Now, if you're 50 or older, you get a catch-up provision. So you get to add an additional $6,000 of contributions to equal a maximum of 24500 that can go into your 401k per year. Now, these numbers do change, so it's important to pay attention that whatever year you're contributed in, they can change. But for example, if someone begins contributing at 40 years old, the maximum amount of 18500 per year, if you assume an 8% return, they could accumulate more than a million dollars in savings by their age of 65 if they do that year after year after year. So, you know, you can add a lot of money to these 401ks and that helps you build up those amounts. But then you have to consider, you know, maybe I can't afford to max out my 401k or you consider how much should I put into my 401k. And I know I say this, it seems like every single show, but every single person's situation is different. We all have different income needs and and how much we can afford to save. But it's important, you know, it's important to add what you can when we work with our clients, we encourage them to contribute as much as they can without affecting their you know, financial situation, without affecting their needs and their day-to-day living expenses. However, there are some employee uh, elective deferral limits on how much you can contribute to these types of accounts. And like you said, right now, that's 18500 And these amounts typically have been increased over the years. So... Let's talk about what's the overall limits of these contributions. So according to the IRS government website, there are overall limits on contributions for 401k plans. Total additional annual contributions to all of your accounts and plans maintained by any one related employer are limited. And that limit applies to the total of your elective deferrals, employer matching contributions, employer non-elective contributions, and allocation for forfeitures. So the annual additions paid to a contributor's account cannot exceed 100% of your compensation. So that means you can't put more money into a 401k than you actually made mm-hmm. or 55,000. And that number is something that also has changed over time. And there are sim- there are separate but smaller limits that apply to those simple 401k plans. Yeah, and those annual additions between the 100% of my compensation or 55,000, it's the lesser of the two of those. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. So that would be important. So that's the numbers right now. As Rhett said, you know, things change and pay attention to whichever year you're contributing, but but take advantage of those savings vehicles because those are typically the biggest buckets of money that you can set aside it to with a tax advantage because an IRA or a Roth, yes, those are great accounts, but the limits to them are much smaller. So if you're really in the mode where it's, I need to save a lot of money to catch up for retirement, these types allow you to put in a lot more money on a tax advantage basis. Yeah. And your IRA limits, if you're over 50, is $6,500 a year versus in this 401k, you could contribute in a traditional 401k $24,500 per year. So Big, Big difference when you do that year after year after year. That's right. And it's important to know about penalties if someone contributes too much to their 401k plan. Now, for the most part, contributors don't usually have to worry about this or about over-contributing to their 401k plan because their plan administrator at the office or their work 
they have a strategy in place to help prevent over-contributing from happening. But you, you still could accidentally over-contribute. So what happens? Well, if you're rolling over an account from a previous employer to a new employee's or new employer's 401k plan, and if this happens and you don't catch the mistake, you're going to end up paying twice as much in taxes on your money because you're taxed on the money for the year you earned it, and you, you're also going to be taxed at the time you withdraw the money from your account. So it's important to pay attention to whatever the contribution limit is for that tax year. But like you said, most of the time we don't run into this. Correct. Our time is coming to an end for this segment. Our goal at Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies is to help provide our clients with clarity and peace of mind, knowing that they can enjoy retirement and have enough income to last as long as they do and potentially leave a legacy to their loved ones. To help with this process, please visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com or call our office. We'd love to talk to you. Our phone number is 405-703-3800 to receive a complimentary retirement income uh, toolkit. Or come and visit with us and we'd love to build you a retirement income plan. As you use these tools, please remember that everyone could use a little help from a professional while planning their retirement. And we'd be happy to help you. So stay with us. and We'll be right back with Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. At Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at retirementsolutionsok.com or call us at 405-703-3800. And welcome back to our last segment for this show of Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies on 401k Plans. In the last two segments, we talked about 401k plans and the three different types of plans to choose from, a traditional, a safe harbor, or a simple 401k plan. And when contributing or beginning to contribute to a 401k plan, how much you could contribute, and then if you find yourself over-contributing, which is very rare, but if you did, what penalties to expect if you over-contributed? Now, to build off the last segment and that discussion on penalties due to over-contributing, what other penalties or fees which should we be aware of when considering a 401k plan? Well, fees is always an important thing to look at with your investments, and it's amazing the amount of people that don't know uh, about the fees that they pay or don't think there are any fees that they pay. And so many 401k plans, particularly some of those sold by certain companies, can be loaded with fees. There was a 2006 study done by a group called ShareBuilder that found that the average 401k plan had an annual fee to participants of over 1.67%. And furthermore, fees for plans sold by some companies were easily over 2% per mm-hmm. year when the subaccount fees were factored in. So that's like the expense ratio or the fees of the individual mutual fund or, or exchange-traded fund inside of that 401k. A recent AARP study found that 71% of plan participants reported that they did not pay any fees in their 401k. So most people don't think that they pay anything. 23% said that they do pay fees. 6% stated that they just didn't know whether or not they paid a fee. And I, and, and I would think that's what a lot of people just don't really know. Uh, but 81% of people believe that fees charged were an important factor when making decisions. So it's important for you to be aware that there can be fees and there are fees associated with 401k plans. And 401k plan participants should consider fees when making their calculation based on how much money or income they will need when they retire in order to live comfortably. Yeah. So let's look at, look at an example 
of how fees could affect someone's retirement plan. Now, this is hypothetical in nature. We are not promoting or saying this is exactly how it's going to be, but just an example to understand how this works together. So let's say you place $50,000 in a 401k with a fee of 2% per year, and then you put the same $50,000 in a 401k with a 1% fee. So the only difference is that one account is paying or we're paying a fee of 2% and the other account is paying a fee of 1%. Now, same investment, the only difference is the fees. So an amount of 50,000 with a 1% fee could possibly leave you with a potential balance of $271,371 after 25 years. Now, you can't know exactly how the market fluctuation may affect your amount during 25 year time frame, but this is meant to give you a kind of a general idea of how much you could potentially have with 1%. So $50,000, 1% fee after 25 years, $271,000. Whereas an amount of same amount of investment with a 2% fee, you're going to have a potential balance of 214000 after 25 years. So we're looking at over $50,000 difference in those two investments. All due to 1%. Due to a 1% fee. And, and then, you know, having to pay 2% instead of that 1%. And so that's important to pay attention to. And the list of potential extra charges could be overwhelming. Your 12B1 fees, your sales loads, your wrap fees, your transaction fees, your rebalancing fees, your subtransfer agent fees, soft dollars, fund expenses. It, it gets boggling to the mind on all the things. And so it's important for people to know what their fees are. We don't shy away from that. We're very clear when we talk to clients about what we charge for management fees because that is a piece of the puzzle as we're talking and building income plans. So don't let the names confuse you. The total cost applied against your contributions is what really matters. So let's let's change gears and I know fees are in topic, but let's talk about the tax benefits of the 401ks. So the funds that you put into a 401k plan are what they call pre-tax dollars, which means your contributions are taken from your paycheck. They're deducted out of there before any taxes are deducted. So by funding your 401k plan, you reduce the amount of your income that you actually have to pay taxes on. So for instance, if you contribute monthly $100 into your 401k plan, and because of the potential growth of the funding of your 401k, it would be equivalent to your paycheck being reduced 60 to $80 per month. So the exact amount varies depending upon your salary and tax bracket. So even if you make just a small contribution to your 401k plan each year, chances are that you might not even notice the difference in your paycheck, but your tax bill will be lower. So, you know, please note that you do eventually have to pay taxes. So don't just think this is something, you know, hey, I get to lower my tax bill and this is just, I never had to pay taxes on it because you certainly do. Someday when you get to retirement time and you start pulling money out, Every bit of that's taxable. And whether you want the income or not, when you reach 70 and a half, you've got to start drawing. The 401k landscape is changing for employees, plan sponsors, plan administrators, and financial professionals. Recent fee disclosure regulations aim to level the playing field and to create transparency in the marketplace. Employer-sponsored plans are not free, but it's often difficult to decipher the exact fees and commissions being charged and the services provided. Also, employers are looking more at focusing on educating contributors and participants with information on how to save enough for their retirement and feel confident in that investing decision. 
As participants become more responsible for investing for their retirement, they're demanding more flexibility and options to build their nest egg. The results have been encouraging when you consider the progress that's been made within the small amount of time that's passed. And as, as always, when considering a 401k plan, it's important to consult with a financial professional. They help you to determine which plan's right for you, and they can help you achieve your re- financial goals in retirement. Well, lots of good stuff today, but our time is just about up. So thank you so much for listening to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Please visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com to find out more about us. You can learn uh, about our uh, office here and the different advisors and kind of our process of how we meet with people. And speaking of meeting with people, we would love to meet with you. Call us at 405-703-3800. We can help build you a retirement income plan to help give you peace of mind that when you do stop working and you have to rely on that 401k to meet your income needs, that you'll have enough income to last no matter how long you live. Thanks again for joining us with Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Thank you for listening to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rhett Wood and Mark Rose at Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Call 405-703-3800 or visit their website at retirementsolutionsok.com. Retwood, Mark Rose, and Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.